0: Welcome to Writers with Wrinkles, where authors Beth McMullen and Lisa Schmid iron out the wrinkles in writing, publishing, and everything in between, one podcast at a time.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to. Another bonus episode of Writers with Wrinkles. I know we missed a week. Two weeks ago, there was no bonus episode because I had this terrible cold and I had no voice. I sounded ridiculous. So I'm over that and we're back. But Lisa caught the ridiculous cold. So she's a little squeaky. She's not that bad. But just, you know, FYI, if her voice cracks like a teenager, then we know what's going on.
0: I've got anyway,
1: she's got the <laughs> she's got the funk that is going around. I thought it was just going around the high school in our town, but apparently it's going around the world. So, there you go. Hopefully, you out there are all feeling well and you are getting ready for National Novel Writing Month, which is coming up November 1st. So, Nano Rimo, I if you're on Twitter or anywhere on social media, you've probably seen this tag And what it is, is aspiring novelists, regular novelists, anyone who wants to be a writer, you spend the month of November trying to write 50,000 words. So you're committing to pretty much drafting a novel start to finish in that month and Yes, there's Thanksgiving, and if you have kids, they'll be off from school. And I kind of wish they'd pick a different month, but here we are. November is NaNoWriMo, which is what it's called. So, anyway, I'm doing it. I've never done it before. I'm going to jump in and try to write 50,000 words in one month. And I got to tell you, I'm completely terrified.
0: You should be. (laughs) I'm so scared. I just, you know, and I've, I've signed up for this in the past and not really fully like thinking, oh, what is this? And then what would always happen is that I would sign up for it and then I would open up a document and just think 50,000 words, no way. And I would just freeze. And then I would pull the ripcord like on the first day. So um, it's it's a pretty daunting task and mm-hmm. I –
1: a lot of words. And when I when I kind of broke it down into the idea that it's more than 10,000 words a week that you're going to be yeah. putting out. Now, if you're Stephen King, you can knock off 10,000 words in like a half an hour. But for us regular folks out here, it's definitely a high, high bar. So the reason that we're here talking about this today is... We've scoured, you know, the internet, we've talked to people who've done it, and we have a handful of tips that will hopefully help you and hopefully help us because, you know, I, like I said, I'm terrified. So, but Lisa, Lisa's going to do a variation. Why don't you talk about that? Because maybe that will make people feel less like freaked out by this whole idea.
0: Well, I love the idea of us all challenging us, you know, challenging ourselves to basically being this massive writing sprint through November. But for people like me, um, I've got your <laughs> quotes going, is I'm a pantser. And that's just, you know, that's how I write. I can't plot a story. it' comes to me as I write it. And so the thought of writing 50,000 words without, you know, having some type of, you know, just basic outline just is just too much for me. And like I I just mentioned, I will just shut down and I won't even, excuse me, accomplish anything. So I decided to do a modified version and call it a mini rhymo. And um,
1: (laughs) I kind of love that. It's so cute. It's like cute.
0: It's like a cute like,
1: version as opposed is, to the terrifying version. And
0: that's how, you know what? I'm a pantser. We're the cute version of writers. So I am uh, doing a mini rhymo, and I'm setting my sights on 15,000 words. And to me, that is a win. Like if I can just get that many words and I'm also going to commit to not write or editing as I go.
1: So whether you're choosing to jump into the full on nano NaNoWriMo 50,000 or Lisa's newly branded mini RIMO of 15,000. The tips that we're going to share with you will work for either. And some of, some of it, when I was writing down these tips, just kind of jotting them down, I was thinking that, you know, how they say it takes like four weeks or six weeks to form a habit. I think some of these tips, if you can form habits out of them for your writing going forward, I think that might be great. So I'm I'm hoping that some of these things that we're going to do are going to stick. So, anyway, the first one and this this seems kind of silly but also I think mentally super important is to put the writing time in your calendar. So, however you keep track of your day, make sure you slot in writing time and that you preserve that writing time for yourself and don't let anything chip away at it. And you, you put it in for every day that you plan to do writing. So it's almost like you're making a mental commitment to the time. Now I have, I have started to do this just in my, my regular writing life and I find it so helpful. It's like the calendar is your mom saying, clean up your room or else. So you're like, OK, I got to write because the calendar just told me it was writing time. So that's that's the first tip that I would do to try to help you get through the NaNoWriMo.
0: You know what I think would be really good? And I was as you were talking about this, you know, it's great to have that writing time. But I also know how easily it is to like wander off and go on to Twitter if you get a notification. Isn't there a way that you can you just you know, you can just silence all your notifications, whether it's you know, your any of your social media, I think you should have silence during that time, because if you're writing, say, from, you know, seven to nine in the morning and all of a sudden you're getting notifications and all you go off in different directions and all of a sudden that window has gone down to an hour. So I think we should say no social media, like a total cone of silence, none of it, like find a way to turn it off. Well,
1: I actually had made a note in my calendar to to use that exact thing as a hot tip in one of our episodes, because you know how we do a hot tip in all of our regular episodes, there are all these different apps that you can load either onto your phone or onto your laptop or whatever it is that you're using devices that you're using, that will silence everything except what you say to not sound. So say you have a, a kid at school and, you know, they need to be able to reach you for whatever reason, you can allow that Number to come through, but you can silence all the websites. You can silence all the notifications. You can silence all these things that are distracting for a certain amount of time. So you can say between nine and 11 on Tuesday morning, I am going to have complete silence. And it is remarkably effective. Cause you know, I'm like, I have the attention span of a flea. So the tiniest little thing shows up in my periphery and I'm like, Oh, I'm like a dog with a squirrel. I'm like, what's that? I gotta go do this. Oh my God. I'm And then I'm just like lost, you know? So yeah. that is a really good, really good idea just for preserving your writing time. Yeah. The next one that I have on my list is to turn off your internal editor. And what that means is don't edit as you go along. So the, the goal of this rimo is to bomb through your 50,000 words and do not worry if they're terrible or if you have plot points that are totally wrong or ridiculous or don't work. The idea is just to get the words on the page. If you are constantly going back and editing the material that you've just produced, you're going to slow yourself way down. You're going to get tangled up in details. You have to commit to not editing on the fly, just going forward. And I think, you know, if if that sort of thing terrifies you, which for some people it does, you can leave notes for yourself in the in the document, in the manuscript. You can say, this is a problem. Come back to it later. You can even identify the problem you can say this person should not be doing this because it's totally out of character i will fix it later so you can you can remind yourself for later drafts because of course this 50,000 word draft is your very first one it's going to be changed a lot but don't spend time beyond leaving yourself a note on fixing that problem just go Forward.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good tip. Another thing um, I saw that I thought was really good and it's breaking it down into smaller goals, because if you look at it and you say, OK, I've got to write 50,000 words, you know, that seems pretty daunting as, you know, I've experienced. And so I would say breaking it down, figuring out if yours, you know, if your if your book is, you know, we're trying 50,000 words, how many chapters are you writing? And how many words does it need to be per chapter? And so breaking it down that way so that you have that daily word count or that chapter word count so that it seems more attainable than, you know, having this monster amount for you to um, target and go after.
1: Yeah, I am a huge fan of the micro goal because it, it lets me check things off my list and I love to check things off my list. So if I make lots of little things, I get to check many things off my list. And then I feel like I've done something rather than saying, okay, the only thing on my list is write 50,000 words. That is not going to help mentally help me do that at all. So that's also a really good one. Stay on schedule. This is, this is going to be the hardest one for me because I have a lot of travel in November and then, you know, Thanksgiving and things like that. But If you commit to writing X thousands of words per day, try your absolute best to do it. If you stay on schedule, you will relieve yourself from some of that panic that you'll feel when you wake up and think, oh no, I didn't do my words yesterday. So now I have to do twice as many. And at some point, you will hit the wall and you'll say, I can't do this and I quit. So by staying on schedule, you give yourself more of a chance of getting close to your final goal, as opposed to just throwing up your hands in a panic and and bailing out.
0: Yeah, that's a really good tip. It's funny. As you were talking about that, I was thinking about my son who was out sick for a week from school and he's in high school. And so, and they're on this block program. And it's like, if he misses one day, it's like missing five days. And so he was out a whole week and now he's in this, you know, whole he's behind the the eight ball because he got so far behind with all the homework and the, the it's tests. Terrible. And it's the same concept, you know. And uh-huh. every day I've been trying to like help him work, you know, what are you doing now? Have you talked to the you know, but nobody's gonna be there <laughs> to do that for you. So it's just
1: exactly don't
0: get behind, you know, just try to stay on track. I think, you know, and as I'm saying this, I'm like, am I even going to listen to my own advice? (laughs) No, we are (laughs) going to- Let's check in at the end of the month.
1: (laughs) I'm going to do, well, we're going to check in in our next bonus episode, which will be in two weeks. So we'll be right in the thick of it. So that's going to be our podcast check-in on this whole thing. But I'm also going to check in on Twitter. I'm going to try to check in every day and see what you all are doing. And we can tell you what we're doing. So it gives you a little bit gives me a little bit of accountability if I know that I have to tell people what I've I've done you know I have to walk the walk and just not talk about it right
0: well and speaking of that that's all about accountability and so I think if you go and especially if you're new to this um, you can go on there and when you register you can find accountability buddies um, and there's also if you try to find somebody local like local groups they'll have write-ins where they'll meet on a saturday and everybody just goes and writes together so look for those you know opportunities i think on like on facebook in my area there is a nanowrimo group that i went and met with one time and everybody was busily typing away and i was looking around <laughs> at all of them like how are they doing that
1: they're really <laughs> good at this. Uh,
0: so look for accountability buddies. Like, and if you don't know anybody, look for one on Twitter. Like everybody's looking for them right now. Like I just posted about my mini RIMO, which um, I'm right. very... And,
1: and for all the people listening who want to do the mini RIMO, they can be accountable to you because you're going to yeah. be keeping track of that.
0: I'll there's will reach also... okay. onto ours.
1: Yeah, do that so everybody can see it. So uh, nanoRIMO.org also can hook you up with buddies and they also have tracking too. So if you're one of those people who really like statistics and evidence of your work, that's a great way to be able to have a visual for how much you've done. So I would, I would definitely suggest checking out their website so that you can sign up for some of those things that will help you along. Another thing that I saw that this is, this doesn't really apply to me. But I think for some people, it really is important to think about the space where you're going to write. So maybe that is at your kitchen table at five o'clock in the morning, or maybe that is sitting on your couch, or maybe you have a home office, or maybe you have a work office that you're going to actually spend extra time in to do your writing. So I think what, what this is about is creating a habit of showing up to a space and knowing that that space is where you write that sort of mental prompt that, okay, I've sat down at the kitchen table. I have my cup of coffee and now I start writing. So again, it's, it's a different sort of accountability, but it's also something that you can use to get yourself going. And you know, it's like, if you've ever done any exercise or you know gym workouts or boot camps or anything the instructor will always say hey the hardest part about this was showing up and that's the same with this if you show up half the battle has been fought and you're you're going to be fine but so think about if that's if you're the kind of person who you connect a space to your ability to write then think about what that space is going to be.
0: That's a really good idea. I don't like, that's not something I can go to like a coffee shop. Any kind of distractions will take me off course. So I think it's one of those things also being honest with yourself and saying, I love to go to this coffee shop because it's fun to write there. But is that really going to help you? Right.
1: But really, you like the blueberry muffins and the lattes and and that's why you're going. I wrote my entire first novel in a coffee shop and... The people who worked there, they were like my friends. I think I actually thanked them in the acknowledgments of the book because we were just, I was there all the time. It was just my second home. But yeah, that, so think about a a space where you're actually going to be able to write and you won't be distracted. Those are really good things to think about.
0: Yeah, these are all good tips. And it's funny, I was thinking about, you know, I was searching Twitter and looking for different you know, ideas and suggestions. And, but I came across some other stuff that I thought was really interesting that I guess agents get a huge influx of manuscripts after NaNoWriMo. And I I just, it's one of those things, like I wonder how many people have actually, you know, have gotten a deal from their NaNoWriMo book and then oh. how much editing time was spent like after they wrote it. But I, then, it, you know, I thought about all those people just getting really excited and sending their their manuscript off. And I'm like, oh, I've been there. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, don't do it. Right. Don't, don't do, do, it. do it.
1: Remember our last hot tip, which was the 30-day grace period. Like stop, take a deep breath, let your manuscript rest, come back and fix it. Especially, I think that's especially important if you are pounding out 50,000 words in a month, that is going to be by its very nature, a hot mess. Yeah. So do Don't not, do not, do not, do not send it off to anybody until you've drafted it a second, third, fourth, fifth time. So yeah. just know that you will have put in all this time and effort, but that is your first draft, it's going to undergo substantial changes before you are ready to send it out to anybody. So yeah, put the brakes on that puppy. Don't yeah. do it.
0: Don't do the writer's high where you're you know, delirious. Exactly. <laughs> because you, you haven't had any sleep and you've been pounding away and you're like, this yeah. thing's a masterpiece. It's going out. It's not. <laughs> it's not yet.
1: No, for sure. Definitely sit on that baby and and don't do anything with it. So those I think are all the tips that I have on my list. It's okay to be nervous. Like I said earlier, I'm terrified, but I'm also excited because I love when things are kind of different and I'm up against the wall. So I think this could be maybe not fun. I'm not sure fun is going to be the right word, but an interesting experiment.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. And the and the thought of because I was laying in bed last night and you were like, we're both doing it. And I'm like, OK, see, Lisa started to panic
1: before it even started.
0: I, <laughs> I couldn't sleep. So then <laughs> I just thought, well, wait a minute. If there's a way I can work the system and make it, you know, something more tangible, like not tangible, but just easier for me to reach. And I yes. don't mean to say easier because 15,000 words in, a, in one month is not easy. It's not easy for me. I mean, it is, you know, when it's I, it's easy the,
1: for anybody. I mean,
0: yeah, it's when a, I hit it's the 10,000 mark, that's when I'm like, yeah, I think I've got a book that I'm heading towards, you know, up until that moment, because I thought, you know, I'll just do 10,000. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll push myself a little bit. And that actually, that's pushing myself a lot. So I don't, I guess my takeaway from that is like, just because you're not writing 50,000 doesn't mean it's not an accomplishment. Like, Figure out what your goal is.
1: Yeah. And I think you have the 50,000 as this goal hanging out there. But if you just create some of these habits and you show up and write and get something down, that's a huge win for a lot of people. So I think don't, you know, don't gang up on yourself and abuse yourself about some arbitrary number. I mean, somebody picked 50,000 out there. Who knows who that person was, right? So, I think give yourself a little grace in this process. And I think, you know, maybe it's easier mentally to say, I'm going to do the mini RIMO and maybe you bomb right through those 15,000 words and you just keep going. So you could have that too. where are just lowering the stakes and making it less feel like less pressure gets right. you going and then you just keep going. So I think there are lots of different ways to play this. I would be super curious about how many people started who actually hit the 50,000. I know a lot of people do, but I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who get, you know, either life catches up with them and it's just too onerous to dedicate the time to crank out that high level of words Or, you know, you just can't quite get there. But I think just trying, just saying you're going to give it a go is a huge win. And you should be proud just showing up for that.
0: Yeah, I agree. So here's to us and to all (laughs) the fellow writers out there, the fellow writers with wrinkles. And if you don't have wrinkles now... You will will after. You (laughs) will at the end of November, and be proud of those wrinkles that you've earned because they're coming, baby. They're
1: coming. (laughs) That like furrow between your brow from staring at your screen, going, "I don't know what to say. What do I say now?"
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: we're gonna we're gonna do some accountability on Twitter. So check all three feeds, my feed, Lisa's feed, and our Writers with Wrinkles feed, we'll be talking about this stuff for most of November because this bonus episode is going to post on Halloween morning. So happy Halloween. And that means you have 24 hours to get yourself ready to go because November 1st, uh, we're, we're taken off into our national novel writing month of November.
0: Crazy. So,
1: okay, you know, that's it. That's the whole thing.
0: I feel like we should count out with a go Riders with Wrinkles. <laughs>
1: okay. Let's, we'll count down to three and we'll say go Riders with Wrinkles and that will be the end of our podcast. Okay. You ready? Okay. Three, count us down, two, Beth. Count us three, down. Three, two, one. Go, go Riders with, with Wrinkles! Woo! All right. We will see you guys on our next episode where we will have Allie Melanenko on. So make sure you tune in for that. See you next time.
0: Bye guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Writers with Wrinkles. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode.